Welcome to the Business of Sport, brought to you by Sports Finder. Every week, our CEO, Ahmad El-Hali, and his co-host, Rob Yowell, founder of Gemini Sport, come together to break down the hottest topics in the world of the business of sport. Welcome, everyone, to our weekly segment in the world of business of sport. Myself, Ahmad El-Hali, is your host, and my co-host is Mr. Rob Yowell. Rob, welcome to the show, buddy. How's things? Good, my friend. How are you doing? Hopefully the uh, the weather's treating you well down under. Uh, we're starting to get, uh, get that spring weather here in Arizona. Yeah, we're quite the opposite. We're starting to get the cooler weather. We're going into autumn. We're in autumn, actually. We're going into, into winter after autumn, obviously. So what you guys call the fall. That's right. You know, you're on the, you're on the opposite cycle of us, but... Uh, you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's, you're at least you're getting your seasons. Absolutely. Speaking of seasons, I mean, let's kickstart ourselves with a football team that's lost their season sponsor, Inter Milan. One of the biggest football clubs coming out of Italy has lost a 25 million euro sponsorship in Digital Bits. Um, a cryptocurrency brand that signed on and just uh, never never paid. <laughs> just never paid. So it's caused a bit of a dent in their club sponsorship revenue. It's dropped by 22% year over year. They're in big trouble. They've had to go out and borrow 10 million euros. And uh, they've had to look, they've had to scramble to find other partners. They used to have, believe it or not, socios on there, which is a huge uh, blockchain cryptocurrency company who's still doing well. And they went the other way to, to a partner that's now disappeared. Um, they've been able to recoup some of that by getting eBay as a sleeve partner. But, you know, massive losses in the space, unfortunately, for a team like Inter Milan. Well, you know, look, it's a, uh, just, uh, it's another, another black eye for the, you know, for some of these crypto brands that were not, you know, financed properly, set up properly. Um, and look, it's, uh, you know, we, we anticipated there'd be some other fallout, you know, after the FTX deal. Um, there's a few others that have, uh, have, have kind of gone away. Um, that were, you know, that are, you know, again, we talked about this, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, there was, you know, we had four, you know, four cryptocurrency brands sponsoring, you know, taking ad space in the Super Bowl a year ago, not one this year. Right. Um, and so, you know, things, things can move quickly and change quickly. And obviously look, uh, enter has, uh, you know, you know, is, is, is suffering the pain directly. Is, you know, you know, as you know, as are the Miami Heat, you know, losing FTX and and uh, and and some other you know clubs. I think the Warriors had a deal, and you know, University yeah. of California had one. So, all, you know, there's, um, you know, I believe uh, uh, Formula One. You know, I think was it uh, Mercedes had uh, had FTX on their uh, on their Formula One cars. So, you know, look, uh, it's 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 a it's a painful lesson, but. Uh, this, look, this isn't the first time that uh, any club has lost a sponsor for whatever reason. Um, and, uh, you know, Inter Milan and, and their their staff, their team, uh, is, is just going to have to buckle down and and, uh, and go find the next sponsor. I mean, you know, obviously, 
um, it's, it's, it's a tough time. It's a big number. Um, you know, you don't have shirt, uh, shirt sponsors aren't just sitting out there waiting to jump on and spend 25 million Euro, uh, make those commitments, uh, quickly. Um, so, you know, obviously there'll be some litigation things like that, but they just got to play out the season and start really, you know, looking hard and stepping up some, you know, some other conversations in that category. I mean, you know, uh, you know, we've, our, our group's been approached to, uh, to help them find, you know, sponsors. So, you know, they're, they're out, they're reaching out, you know, beyond their own, you know, personnel to, uh, you know, talk to companies like us to, to help them. Um, so, you know, what is, you know, what is one's, you know, one's man's misfortune is another man's opportunity, so to speak. And so, uh, you know, it, it's opened up some inventory, you know, maybe there's a brand or two out there that, um, you know, was a, was a bridesmaid on an EPL deal or another opportunity and like, Hey, you know, Inter Milan, as you mentioned, you know, massively popular club, um, you know, Syria, you know, one of the staples of Syria. Um, so, you know, there's, there's, I don't think they will be empty for long. You know, the question is, will they get it, you know, get something at that value? Uh, you know, obviously, you know, they're, they're in a, they're, they're in a distressed mode. But it uh, doesn't mean that the, the brand or, or the club, you know, needs to, you know, fully discount themselves. So obviously, if you wanted to get someone uh, on a on a short term deal, then you'd probably, you know, you know, sell it for a song. I mean, uh, this is very similar to a situation uh, this past year when, uh, uh, you know, Gazprom was uh, was dropped from all of its partnerships upon the, you know, because it's a Russian, you know, energy company. Uh, dropped for the obvious reasons and uh you know club uh Schalke uh, you know was their kit sponsor uh was the was the club they were sponsoring and so they they had they took them off and ended up getting another company for the for the duration of the year you know so um, it it's it can happen that you can do it um but you know they've printed shirts shirts are out there and and probably to strengthen their uh their position in any legal matter uh, they'll keep them on throughout the the course of the year and say they fulfilled their obligation and um, you know so the, if is there any ruling on uh, on on payback <laughs> they'll at least get the, yeah. a, a higher percentage of it because uh, you know at the end of the day if you take them off and stop servicing the deal then you'll you know you give you give them the right to to discount you know what they owe you so yeah at this, at, yeah. so at this, let me ask yeah. you this. Uh, go on. Sorry. No, no. I said, I said, okay, at, at this point, there's not, there's really not much you can do. It's just, uh, it's, it's, yeah. it, it, it's, it's tough luck, bad luck in that case, and uh, just carry on, you know, on to the next. So you're, so you're, you're, so pretty much yourself, you're, you're constantly approached about these deals that fall through, and teams looking for, for new sponsors. What, what what can you share with the audience about some of the things that you could do in a in a short period of time to turn things around and pretty much find them a new sponsor? Are there any tips that you can, you can share? Uh, well, I mean, you know, the the tips are is always to kind of be, you know, have your pulse you know, on you know what is happening in the you know in the sports business, you know, and certainly the you know the companies that you work with and. 
you know, st- you know, stay in constant contact with, with brands that, that are active and just, uh, you know, understand what they're looking for. Maybe, you know, just be, you know, it's, it's doing your homework. It's, you know, it's having your playbook ready and, and knowing that X, Y, and Z company just, uh, you know, we're, we're bidding for, you know, a kit deal at the start of this season and didn't get it, or maybe they were uh, actively involved in an international opportunity, or you read an article about a new brand that's looking for, you know, you know, that might be a good fit, well, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, you, you kind of keep them, you know, they're, they're, they're on kind of your hot list, you know, they're, there's, you've got them up on your whiteboard in your office, or you've got them on a, you know, you're, you know, a, 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 your, your black book that you kind of is always your go-to when like you read an opportunity like this and go, okay, let me, uh, I've got about 10 companies in there that I think are, would be fast movers on a deal. And, and those are one, wow. those are ones you go to and you pick up the phone and, you know, you communicated with them, you, you know, you, you just keep in touch, you know, you don't have anything in particular. You just, Hey, you've, you've made, you've, you've built a relationship with their CEO, their chief marketing officer or, another uh, another executive within the company and say hey you know i just wanted to reach out and introduce myself um you know saw you were looking at these things or hey i saw you you know you you guys were interested in a jersey patch deal with the nba hey i saw you you, you didn't get it but you know would you you know be interested in taking a look at a uh, as, at a jersey sponsorship or maybe a patch deal uh you know in major league baseball or whatever you know say hey we're working with a bunch of that stuff and you know they may say, "Hey, timing timing's not right," but you know, um, if you if you have something that's hot, you know, you maybe have a, a, a you know a fire sale opportunity. We may take a look at it and give us a chance to test it, which you know, which you know happens a lot, you know, in NASCAR because there may be a, a, an opportunity for a race or two uh, that a primary deal is open on a car, and someone can you know really take it for literally take a sponsorship for a test drive. I know that a couple years back we were. You know, we were representing the Arizona Bowl, and their sponsor pulled out right in the you know, right before COVID hit. And uh, you know, we were able to bring bring a company offer pad in to title that deal, and it was uh, you know really their first foray into sponsorship, and it led to them actually doing a NASCAR deal, but you know, not extending on a bowl deal. But it it allowed them to get an understanding of how these deals work and and how to measure and. Uh, kind of gave them a you know their first you know kind of bite of the apple, and so you know that's what opportunities like this do. So you know I I just recommend that uh, you know anybody that's starting out in the business or you know kind of a a, a young seller, um, you know that's one of the that's one of the you know one of the tools for me that's always you know been helpful is is uh, you know you just trying to stay on top of the market and and always having you know, I, I I equate this. To uh, what athletic directors in college have to do, they keep that. Uh, they got that list of five names sitting in the top drawer in case their uh, their basketball coach or their football coach walks in the office and say, "Hey, I just took an NFL job, or the NBA just hired me, or you know, Kentucky just offered me more money than I could ever imagine, and I'm I'm taking my dream job," kind of thing. You you need to have that list of like who you gonna who you gonna pick up the phone and call immediately to replace you know to make that you know to replace that that, you know, that job, or in this case, that sponsor. So that's just one of those things that when you're on the sales side, whether, whether you're working for a company or you're in my case, you know, you're a, you're a third party agency that, uh, uh, you know, you need to identify, you know, sometimes got to get kind of predict the future a little bit or be a little bit ahead of the game and, 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 uh, 
you know, have somebody you can pick up the phone and call and say, hey, don't know if you saw this. There's an opportunity with Inter Milan. We're doing some work for them. They just lost their kit sponsor. We've got about, you know, a third of the season left. Would you be interested? Taking a look, taking a run at it, putting yourself in a position to have a first right of refusal to stay on the kit for another three years. You know, you never know. They may say, let's do it. Let's figure out. Let's see. Let's see if it works for us. So that's 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 a that's a little tip from from my, uh, you know, my 30 years in this business of how some of those deals get done and and some of those ways to, uh, you know, kind of, you know, make lemonade out of out of a bowl full of lemons when uh, when something like this happens. Absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. Um, so, well. If, if you guys end up with the deal, all the best, and hopefully you guys can can pick up a an awesome sponsor. Yeah, well, ho- hopefully the guys, hopefully for the so. guys at Inter. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully yeah. so. Maybe I'll you know come down under and visit you if it gets too hot up here. Come down and enjoy some uh, <laughs> some late fall and uh, early winter in uh, in Australia. Absolutely. Just have some. Awesome. Just have some BBs um, cold for me. <laughs> it might be a bit too too cold. But anyway, there's, uh, let's 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 move on to the uh, the next topic, which is pretty much the MLS launching on Apple TV. I mean, apparently there's been it's been an unbelievable success, not just from the TV viewership, but in in terms of the actual game day experience. Like some of the things I read this week was that the the actual MLS season pass has been a huge step up in content promotion and access to content. In their app, they got season a, a season preview alongside some short club histories, the greatest rivalry moments, best MLS game in history. And then they got the actual game day experience. And then, you know, they've got the highlights and so on. So it's a real big step up from what was done previously uh, and people seem to be loving it. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I think there's, you know, there, you know, few, few early hiccups, but I think the biggest thing is that the Apple deal has every game on, and you know, every, you know, so if you're a subscriber to the, to the, uh, you know, to the network or to the, you know, to the, you know, the offering. You get, you know, it, it, it's it's not there's not just you know a game of the week. I mean, every every team, you know, you can watch every game if you want, literally. Um, and so, you know, that's that's just a step up uh, on a on a level to allow all the fans to be able to uh, to access it. But also, you know, as, as we we talked, uh, you know, a week or so ago, just about this deal in general. You know, it's made it a global broadcast opportunity. So. Um, yeah. So fans worldwide, you know, and again, we've got some international talent that are playing here in the MLS now. I mean, it's, uh, you know, now there's a, you know, a format for, for that international audience to, to consume the MLS product. And, and that's just, that, that's good all the way around, you know, so, and, and with the lead up we have, you know, on major soccer tournaments, you know, taking place here in North America with Copa America coming in 24, the World Cup in 26, uh, Olympics, you know, here in 28, you know, we've got, you know, it's just a, just another great opportunity for, you know, the, you know, the game of soccer to be, you know, put on a, 
put on a showcase, you know, or showcased in a, in a, you know, by a, you know, a network that's looking to, you know, make a move in, uh, in, in sports, you know, broadcasting and, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and look, and as part of it, you know, you had some really exciting, you know, you know, games, you had the, you know, had the, obviously the first home game in St. Louis sell out, you know, you had a spectacular, uh, you know, visual experience for that game. Uh, you know, big win for the home team, you know, packed, you know, the new stadium. And so, you know, all those positive things that are, that are happening within the league, um, you know, some exciting finishes, uh, you know, full stadiums. I mean, it, you know, all in all, you know, a, a banner week, you know, for the league with, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, the launch of, you know, the new network partner, new, new franchise, exciting games, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't have asked for more now the, you know, look, the biggest thing is, is as, as we've talked about, um, you know, with, with, with XFL and USFL in the past and, uh, you know, uh, is let's, let's see, uh, the audience, you know, maintain, you know, that enthusiasm that week one, week two kind of gives you, you know, cause there's, it's still a new thing. And, uh, let's see if, yeah. let's see if the uh, MLS audience, really does you know consume it in that 24 7 type of uh, atmosphere that you know apple offers you because i mean you can you can rewatch games you can uh you can be you know go for a workout and be watching it on your phone you know, be on a flight and yeah. watch it i mean it's and 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 it doesn't have to be you know a, it's programmed it could be you could be watching yesterday's game when you're traveling today kind of thing because you didn't get a chance to watch it yesterday yeah yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. so that you know, I think those those are things you know those secondary watches and and uh, other that uh, other things like that. I think that's going to be interesting to kind of follow um, to see how this uh, you know does this deal you know hit on all of the you know does it take do, do do the fans take advantage of all of the new access they'll have to viewing um, that they didn't have in the past. You know, so so that'll be that'll be fun to watch and. Uh, we're off to they're off to a great start and uh you know certainly looking forward to following uh some of the teams that that we work with and have worked with in the past and um you know should be fun the world of football is really fascinating at the moment you have your um you have your european leagues really taking things to a whole new level and trying to and investing a lot of money in media and production and so on, and their leagues and, mm-hmm. and, and the way their leagues are formatted. And then you have the Premier League, which has the five affiliate leagues below it, who are also searching for huge media rights to also give their clubs more security and further garner talent and bring the talent from all over the globe and strengthen their clubs and so on. And then you have America, who's really waking up to, to the world of football slash, slash soccer you're seeing the MLS really grow. Uh, we, LAFC became the first team to be valued at a billion dollars. Um, the the average team uh, price purchase is at almost at a half a billion dollars now, yeah. and it's just absolutely blowing up all over the world. I mean, what? Uh, I mean, <laughs> where? And and honestly, in America, it hasn't even like it hasn't even touched the 
the uh, bottom of the barrier, as they say. Like we're still, we're still scraping, yeah, because the the the, the potential there is literally to out to the the NFL, because there's that much potential. It's it's, it's not funny. So the next five years, it's going to be going into this World Cup. I don't know. Like things are just going to explode. I mean, we're we're seeing success upon success all over the world. Yeah, well, it's crazy. Yeah. No. Well, look, we're, we we've. Uh... You know, as as you mentioned, you know the Premier League is is the creme de la creme. You know, you know demanding, you know, you know massive massive media deals, massive partnership deals, and you know that's that's the golden goose. And and so, you know, you mentioned about you know the league, you know the 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 championship below it. Those teams investing, you know, the the football the football league, you know, out with their media rights now, you know, with at a massive increase. Um, you, you know, you know that the, with promotion and relegation over there, you know, there two, three teams each year get a chance to take a bite at that bigger apple in the, in the premier league. You know, there's, we know we, we follow the story of Wrexham and the other clubs that are, you know, trying to work their way up, you know, in the, uh, in the, in the hierarchy of, of, uh, of English football, you know, to, to take part in those, those, uh, increased revenues that come when you promote up. Uh, each you know level, um, and and you know here in the U.S. while we don't have a promotion relegation system in, in the MLS, we you know in in the next five years we'll probably see two more expansion franchises that'll you know start at you know a three hundred and fifty million dollar you know buy in yeah um, and yeah. and and you and you've got you know um, you know this this new TV deal. You've got Copa America coming. You've got a World Cup coming. Obviously, there's, you know, we've got we've got a Women's World Cup that's that's taking place next year. We've got uh, you know new leadership coming at the top of our men's national team, you know, on, on the way. You know, we've got you know, and we've got a newer batch of players that are uh, that are right now getting you know lots of experience in in these international leagues. Um, so, so yeah, there's a lot of excitement and they call it the world's game for a reason. Um, it's because, you know, literally every, every country in the world, you know, has, you know, you know has soccer, has football, you know, part of it. Um, and look, you know, we're, uh, you know, the U S as a country is where, you know, you know, the media market and the money, you know, is, is. And so at some point, at some point, where there's money to be made, you know, you know, the American U.S. sports business is going to figure out how to get theirs. And I think this, you know, Absolutely. you know, this this five to six year stretch, you know, ahead of us really has soccer driving it um, with yeah. with with the tournaments okay. that are coming and with what's happening. So, um, you know, I'm 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 bullish on it, you know, personally. Um, involved in it, you know, on a, on a professional basis, you know, globally with, with teams based here yeah. and, and obviously around the world. Um, so, yeah. uh, you know, you keep hyping it up, my brother, I am all in and, uh, you know, that it, yeah. it's good, it, it's well, good for business. And, and again, I think it's also, it's, it is good for the game, you know, and, and I'm excited to kind of see, you know, where these, uh, you know, next couple years of, you know, deals are going, you know, we've got a new cycle coming up with Champions League uh, that, that is about to start in 24. You know, we're in, we're in conversations with yeah. brands right now. That's, that's, it's yeah. going to be incredible, um, you know, to watch, you know, watch what they get. 
Um, and it's not going to be small. Let's let's break down the current uh, infrastructure in in American football right like this second. Mm-hmm. You got the MLS below the MLS. You got the uh, USL, yeah. right? Yeah, got yeah USL Championship, USL yeah. One, yeah. and then USL yeah. Two, which kind of is the a, multiple tiers. Yeah, yeah. Could we, in let's say ten years' time? see the level of competition and the level of financing and, and attention at the, U, at the USL level leagues. Because if you, if you think about it, right, like if you look at the championship in, 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 in England, the battle to the top of the championship and the promotion, relegation and promotion up to the Premier League and down to the championship is just as, as exciting as the as the actual actual winning of the Premier League title, yeah, the race towards the end of the year becomes the attention all goes there. Yeah, like even if you're not a fan, even if you're not a fan of those teams, right? No, you're still interested. You're still intrigued. Well, so you know, that's TV. That's money. Yeah. Well, it, because you know that that promotion yeah. massively financial. Changing moment it's like for that club. Eighty million dollars, right? right? I mean, it's a what is one hundred eighty million dollars? It's a, it's a lottery moment for three teams. Yeah, and you're, and, exactly. and you're actually exactly. watching it play out. The challenge is here in the U.S. that we don't have that lottery. You know, you win the USL championship. Hey, attaboy, boy, good job, well done. Go back to go back to Louisville. Go back to you know Phoenix. Go back to you know your non MLS market that you operate in and. Yeah. Well done. You know, there is no there is no promotion. There is no hey, we just became a we just we just promoted up to MLS and became a three hundred and fifty million dollar club. You know, so yeah. So, yeah. you know, you don't you don't have that, you know, exciting you know, look, it's winning a championship and all those kinds of things and it's great and you know, the owners that you know, the owners that win those you know, more times than not are are fans of the game and they're not making, you know, they're not making a lot of money, you know, on that, on that championship. Right. They're not, you know, they're, yeah. you know, and that, and that's, and I think that's the one thing that the U S market misses out on. Um, and, yeah. uh, you know, but, but it's not going to change. I mean, you know, MLS has, has created, you know, a, a, a buy-in and a, uh, um, a, a system like all of our other teams. You know, we don't have a promotion relegation. If you win the overtime league, you get promoted into the NBA. You know, all of our major leagues are, you know, there is no, uh, you know, promotion relegation kind of scenario. We, we, we just operate differently over here. So um, what you could see for but, sure is a, yeah. a, you know, let's say it's a, you find a, a USL club that kind of starts, you know, that's in a non-MLS market. You know, you've got, you know, you know, got Jacksonville, you've got Louisville, you got here in Phoenix, you know, you know, San Diego and Vegas are two markets that are, you know, mentioned right now as, as potential MLS expansion markets. But, you know, you start thinking of the, you know, what are, what other cities um, does uh, MLS want to go to that doesn't have a, doesn't have a team right now? You know, there, you know, maybe there, yeah, there, there's a handful, maybe, you know, um, but uh, I mean, Vegas has been mentioned in absolutely everything. Well, they, it's the hottest city in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they've, they've got to get a, they've got to get a, a, an arena yeah. deal, and it's and, and and Vegas is starting to get yeah. saturated. Um, 
You know, we've, we've yeah. seen, you know, Cincinnati, you know, move up from a USL market into, uh, you know, into MLS. You know, that's in, and that's, you know, they, 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 they play pretty well. Orlando City, we saw the same thing. Um, so, you know, the, you know, are, are we going to see, you know, I don't know if, if San Antonio is, is a, is a market, another market in Texas that could jump, but you know, that, you know, we've already got three in Texas. I mean, you know, um, yeah. those will, those will be the way that you, uh, you maybe see the game and, and just kind of that elevation from USL up. But, um, you know, okay. but, but to your point, uh, that excitement and drama that that exists, um, even even to the point of where we're you know those of us that that get sucked into the whole story about Wrexham, knowing how how much they are trying to get out of yeah. the national league and into you know Just the, the, the football, yeah. yeah, you know into the football league, you know, and it, yeah, and start yeah. working their way up from you know the fourth level, you know, just what that means to them and what they're and, and again and and yeah. what the ownership is willing to willing to put in there. I mean, they're, they're paying players more to play in the national league than some are getting in the second and third tiers because they're so damn, they want to get exactly. out. Right. So yeah. um, again, it's, it's, it's a fantastic story. They are, they're always full of, you know, great stories. Sports is a, is the ultimate screenwriter, if you will. Um, and, you know, absolutely. You know, and, and, and so, you know, you know, to, to segue in, to March, that's what makes March Madness, you know, a lot of fun, is that we do have a lot of those, uh, you know, smaller schools that uh, that get in and and, and knock off a, exactly. a, big, a big boy, exactly. um, you know, and so exactly. that's 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 what makes that tournament exactly. so fun, and 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 what makes uh, you know college football a little bit more ho hum is that, you know, maybe this twelve, you know, this expansion to twelve teams will open up the door for a little bit more. Uh, non-traditionals yeah. to get in, but we'll, you know, you're still going to have the big guys in there. There's still going to be, you know, five SEC teams getting in there. And, um, but, uh, you know, that, you know, what we're about to start seeing on the, on the global soccer scale with the promotion relegation stuff, um, we'll get a little bit of that when, when March madness hits to, to see, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the Cinderella's, you know, make a run and, uh, you know, get a couple wins, get to the Sweet 16, and look. And those of us that that fill out our brackets, you know, we always try to be Nostradamus and figure out what that team's going to be. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, to your point, why March Madness is so interesting is because you got these smaller schools, limited resources, limited what's it called um, funding. They come up with this community behind them, a local community that backs them. Yeah and supports them, and pushes them, and they beat these bigger schools. So the, the, the narrative there is priceless, right? Yeah. And, and in my opinion, and from what I've seen over the years, why is English football so popular, right? Let's break it down. I have to go back to this because this is a topic that I'm really passionate about. Yeah. It's, po- it's popular because every single city, suburb, in England or the UK, has a chance, in theory, at playing in on the biggest stage on earth, which is the Premier League, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and people believe it. Communities believe it. Communities rally behind that. Communities buy season passes. Communities buy merch. Communities buy what's it called? 
Right. Yeah. And we're talking about an, a population of about 100 million, if that. Imagine, take me here. Let's, let, let's go into, into the land of dreams here, Disneyland, right? Mm. Let's just go there. Let's just go there for a bit. Imagine that was implemented in America. Wow. Well, unbelievable. Well, imagine every single city, suburb, having a chance in playing at the highest level of football in America. Now what you have is hundreds of millions of people engaged in the game, hundreds of millions of people supporting their local team, pushing their, their local team to be promoted to the next level. And then you've got hundreds of millions trying to help teams not get relegated. And imagine the engagement in the sport. The sport will absolutely blow up. And then they'll be betting on who goes up and who goes down and tips on this player and that player falls. You create that much excitement and buzz around the sport. And let's not mention the revenue that it'll generate. It'll blow things right up. So what's stopping it is the old mentality of having, I wouldn't call it old, the mentality that's worked for many years of having a certain amount, limited amount of team. And anybody who wants to enter has to pay a fortune. But... You know, imagine they were open to this uh, this other side in Disneyland. Yeah, well, you know, again, I guess we we have a little bit of that when we uh, you know get to the uh, the U.S. Open Cup, um, in a sense that uh, you know you get uh, you know you know USL teams and and MPSL teams and and uh, and USL you know you know NIS NISA teams etc i mean you, you forget figure figure out all the alphabet soup of the leagues that we have in soccer that are that that do find their way into this US Open Cup and are playing MLS teams and you know you you've got a team uh, you know a few years back uh, you know full of amateurs you know coached by uh, you know you know men's national team legend Eric Ronaldo that went up and beat a Portland Timbers MLS first team <laughs> what a story in a u.s open cup and mat cup match he, i yeah. mean he's he's yeah, he's yeah. he's done it a couple times with the silverbacks and uh, you know beaten mls teams with teams from second and third tier you know leagues you know teams from second third tier leagues in in this country which you know you know, you watch a little bit of that in, in the FA Cup over in England and whatever, and you know, you saw Wrexham playing. Was it Sheffield United, which is, you know, up in FA uh, Cup? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that's what they're in. They're in uh, Football League One, and you know, Wrexham's in mm-hmm. National League. They're not supposed to compete, and I mean, they went they Crazy. went toe to toe, nose to nose, and you know, Sheffield, you know, gets them on the aggregate kind of thing, and uh, you know, so you see a little bit of that over there. And, and I think that that's as close as we get to it over here um, is, uh, you know, for the, from the soccer standpoint, that's the one, you know, tournament that we have that, uh, that kind of allows, you know, everybody, you know, to come in. You know, we, we see the, you know, the Champions League they've kind of created with, uh, um, you know, with, with La Liga and, and, or with Liga Max and, and MLS. You know, that's just starting up, um, you know, as well. So you kind of get, you know, it's a little bit more intra-continental um, uh, uh, play. I don't know if they're inclu- going to include the, Eng- the uh, Canadian Premier League teams, or, you know, at some point. But, I mean, again, you know, you, you start seeing some of that, um, try, you know, trying to come over here. But, you know, the challenge is the, uh, 
the entry into the the, you know, the the Disneyland scenario in soccer over here is going to require you know ownership groups that have put a lot of money into developing, building, purchasing MLS franchises. You know, being willing to uh, um, put themselves in a position to be relegated down to you know is it the USL or whatever. Um, I, I think that there, if there is any relegation, it's it's um, it's going to be owned and controlled by MLS anyway. So um, I don't think they're going to let yeah, someone I mean, else do it. But I mean, yeah, I mean the investment has to be done on both sides. It can't yeah. just be done on the the MLS side. These lower leagues have to also invest in 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 their league and make it at, at the optimum level where. They're getting the same standards as the MLS when it comes to production, TV rights, sponsorship, everything, which obviously is not always the same, but it's a step lower, but it's at the level where it's acceptable, right? Right. Uh, for, for, for professional athletes. But anyway, but I think, I think we've, I've, uh, I've, I've gone on a bit of a tangent with this topic. As I said, it's, it's one you're passionate about. It's one about, of those though. things that I'm really passionate about. Yeah, yeah. very, very passionate about because I just, I, I see what it does. To communities in the UK, and it's just unbelievable. So, anyway, let's move on to our next one. This is a bit of an interesting one, actually. I mean, with all the streaming services out there in the world, and everybody paying subscription fees, and and all the other drama with it, you got MSG Networks, which pretty much features the Knicks, the Rangers, and the Devils games, is launching their own streaming service. It'll be called MSG Plus. You'll be paying twenty nine twenty nine ninety nine a month. Or $309, $309 uh, annually. I mean, ugh, like, I think it's getting a bit ridiculous with these streaming services. Like, how much how much can consumers hold now and pay for? Like, why would you... Like, I, I, I can't see the benefit of something like this, personally, other than them adding revenue, uh, adding an, 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 another revenue channel. Or for people who, I don't know, can't miss out, can't they get those games on ESPN or Fox or whatever, whatever? What are, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, my, my, my thoughts on it are what we're, we're, what we're seeing is a, uh, you know, we're seeing a move to, you know, these streaming, these streaming platforms. Um, and they, they're, they're starting to become, just you know, look, you know, new revenue streams. You know, part the reason that you're seeing a lot of it is that you know, it's, just, it's a natural gravitation to, you know, the uh, you know what your how your audience is consuming your your products, um, and so how many people are watching MSG Network, you know, on their TV at home, and how many are watching, you know, watching it, you know, while they're at work on their phone or in the gym while they're on their phone or on a flight on their phone or tablet. Um, how are they consuming you? And so that, that, you know, just with anything, um, you know, MSG obviously has some built in content with, you know, their ownership of, you know, the Rangers and, and the, uh, and the Knicks, but also, you know, their broadcast relationships with, um, you know, with other, other entities in the, in the five boroughs, so to speak. So, you know, so naturally, you know, they've got a, an amount of content that uh, they want to push out, you know, in a, in a digital streaming you know, platform now. 
Um, and, you know, instead of letting someone else do that and, you know, kind of pass it through and get a percentage, you know, uh, you know, when in doubt, build your own, right? And that's kind of what they what they've made a decision to do here. So, but isn't that adding further constraints on their consumers? Well, their consumers accessing this, or is this a new trend that we're going to see moving forward? Is that these these groups that own multiple teams or have the rights to the multiple teams are going to be launching their their own, their own streaming services, therefore living in silos? those worlds that are provided by those streaming services. Yeah. Well, look, I, I, I you know, look as, as someone who I, I'm a direct TV streamer. So I, I, you know, I watch a lot of, you know, my TV, you know, while I'm working out or while I'm walking or on a plane. Right. Um, I don't tend to watch as much sitting in my, in my house as I do, you know, out of it. Um, but you know, I, what I think you'll see is, you know, for, for a certain level of customer, at MSG, a VIP customer, then maybe the streaming service kind of becomes, you know, a, you know, a premium add-in, you know, to, uh, you know, to their club members or to uh, season ticket holders at certain levels, you know, club seats and, and suite holders, maybe, maybe they get this for free. Um, but, uh, you know, look, I, I, I don't know if it's a burden on the consumer. I mean, but I, I, I think the proof will be in the pudding as to see what kind of sub- subscribers they get. Um, but, uh, I, I don't, I, I think that the reason they're going down this path is because it's, uh, it's out there. It's, and, and, you know, the, I'm sure they've done some studies and I'm sure there's some, they've got their research that basically tells them, Hey, you know, you've got, you got 52,000, you know, you know, you know, subscribers or, you know, fans of yours that prefer, watching on a streaming platform than watching it on TV. You know, those, those are fans of your teams that aren't watching your games. But if they had an option to do it on a streaming platform, they'd watch, even though it may be the same feed that that you're putting out there on your, your TV network, they'll be, they'll be more likely to consume it. So, you know, and, and, you know, maybe there's an indicator like, "Hey, would you be willing to pay four ninety nine a month in this, you know, as a subscriber?" Yeah. You know, so you know, James Olin isn't a billionaire because he's, you know, not afraid to try something. So, you know, here, here for sure, here's you know, sure. here, here's an opportunity. And obviously, we just saw, you know, so we've seen some of these, you know, regional networks kind of take a bath, and you know, we're we're seeing this cord cutting happening across the country. So, oh, it's disappearing. Yeah. Very quickly, yeah. Very very quickly. Um, all right, awesome. Let's let's keep keep move, moving. Of course, yeah. I mean, um, probably our last segment. Really, I mean, Creed Three, yeah, uh, launched last weekend and it brought in uh, fifty eight point six million dollars in the opening weekend, the highest um, generating sports movie in history, apparently. Yeah, and. Uh, Absolutely smashed out of the park. Uh, Creed's been around. I mean, obviously there was two two before it. But what are, what are your thoughts on on this on, on this approach? Yeah. If if any of us that were around in 1976 when Rocky first hit the screens, 
thought that we that the the life cycle of that character and the story was going to still be playing <laughs> fifty years later, and and have spawned a whole new genre. You know, I, 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 crazy. It's, it's crazy, but it just goes to show you the power of sports. Whether it's whether it's a you know it's a, a you know a a a, a film, you know, a, a story, a film, whether it's a documentary, what, you know, you know, look, we'll go back to what was the most watched, it's everything, you know, man. what was, the, what was the most watched uh, broadcast during COVID? It was when we watched, you know, the, the Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we all saw that saw it live. And he's, he, he's, he's a quick step for you. 82 of the, the most watched uh, televised shows in America were the, were the NFL. <laughs> I mean, look, it's it's the uh, you know, it's, look, it's the power of sports, uh, you know, as a you know, as as a form of entertainment, you know, as a you know, unfolding live story being played out in front of you. You know, there's winners and there's losers. The, you know, the thrill of victory, agony of defeat, um, and and look, the, Creed, um, you know, has you know, you've got a, you've got a very popular actor in Michael P. Jordan, um, you know, playing the playing the lead role. You know Apollo's kid. You know, the, you know when the you, you so you you've got just a lot of excitement around um, you know these types of movies. You know it's a it's you know it's the you know the third in the series. You know, hard hard not to you know the, you know the sports the sports stories in in any one of the comic books that's made into a movie now seem to be like you know easy layups for Hollywood, uh, right? So. Just, just make another, just, yeah. just make another Avengers movie. Just make another, uh, you know, yeah. one of those, and you know, you you just printing money. I mean, obviously, I think I think our friends uh, are, are going. The door got left wide open for another Top Gun after after that, the success that that had after thirty years for the sequel to arrive. So, crazy, so crazy. Humans haven't changed much. Uh, yeah, Humans haven't we, changed you know, much. We, at the end of the day, we. We love, we love it when America wins. We love a really good sports story, yeah. and and we we tend to gravitate to superhero movies. So because that's at the end Absolutely. at the end of the day, what's Hollywood about? Taking us someplace else because where we are right now is not where we want to be. <laughs> there you go. It's <laughs> a good way to put it. But yeah, uh, in in today's world, sports is everything from politics. To entertainment, to daily lifestyle, day to day work, in out bed, like it's literally involved in every single aspect of your life, whether we like it or not. Literally, right now, it's involved in everything sports, and it's the gateway to for for everyone to huge markets, and that's why it's so powerful. But um, absolutely. In saying that, I think that brings us to an end in our. In our segment, once again, Rob, uh, thank you very much. Awesome show, lots to share, lots to talk about. I'll give you the stage and and the mic for some parting words. Well, you know, uh, like I said, uh, you know, every every week I enjoy coming on, uh, you know, talking about the topics. Um, this is a, this is a fun time, you know, heading into these next couple weeks. Uh, got conference tournaments going on right now. Selection Sunday will have taken place when we reconvene next week. So we'll 
all be talking about our brackets and who got in and who got screwed and left out and all those kinds of things. So, you know, the, uh, you know, the, the hot stove and the water cooler is going to be on fire, uh, with, with conversation. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Hey, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, you know, keep, keep our eyes on, uh, you know, who's moving up and down in the draft after the combine will be, we got some free agency decisions that'll start getting made. We've seen some franchise tags thrown out this week. So look, the world of sports going to keep handing us great topics. Uh, look forward to reconvening with you next week and talking about those. And, uh, and, and, and like I said, and like we always say, there's probably one or two that uh, weren't on our radar this week. That'll just, make their way into the top five and find ourselves on our talk list next week. So look forward to it. It's always the case. All right, everyone. Thank you very much. We look forward to catching up with you all next week. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Sports Finder podcast. Subscribe to our show for the latest episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And for more information, check out our website at sportsfinder.com.